Oh. Hello. I am now live, I think. This is so weird. Um, I'm still getting used to using all this technology. I've got a little microphone here. And so, hello and welcome to the Relight with Catherine podcast. This is episode number three. It is a December full moon in Cancer. And I am just trying to sort out how to do all of this technological stuff um, because I've got a new setup. If you're watching this on the video version, then you'll see that I've got a setup here, which is actually my sister's um, because she started streaming and doing gaming. Um, so I'll put her details somewhere in the description box, but she's got a cool microphone, got the webcam going on here and it's all very cool. Um, it's actually quite weird talking on this without actually being able to hear myself properly um, because of the headphones. So that's weird. Um, but I'm trying to get it set up on Instagram as well and get this going on Instagram. So please bear with me. Um, I think this is working. I don't know. Hello. It doesn't say if I've gone live or not on Instagram. Hmm. All of this technological mumbo jumbo is not my forte. And it's been such a long time since I've actually used a proper PC. And my sister's got this, you'll see this, this if you're on video, but she's got like a proper keyboard with clickety, clickety buttons, which is weird for me. Um, hello. Um, this is, I'm signing on on Instagram now. Um, we've just gone live on YouTube. So the camera on here on Instagram is up there, but the one I'm actually using on YouTube is here. So I've, I can see two versions of myself right now, the one up there and the one down here. So if you are watching from Instagram, then um, I won't be looking you in the eye. I'm gonna be looking here at YouTube um, because the camera's here. So if you'd like to watch it on YouTube and you'd like to see me actually on a fuller screen, um, then you can watch this podcast and listen to this podcast on YouTube. The link is in my bio. And if you're already in on YouTube, then this is like a weird inception thing going on here. Um, but for those of you on Instagram, hello and welcome to episode number three of the Relight with Catherine podcast. Um, it is December and it is a full moon in Cancer, which is the last full moon of 2020. And I wanted to talk about lessons that I've learned in 2020 from this episode. Um, and I've just explained this on YouTube, but my sister has got a new setup for her streaming. She's a gamer girl now. Um, so I've got a fancy microphone. You can't actually see it on there. Fancy microphone. And I'm wearing big old headphones. Um, which is, we've come a long way since I actually started making YouTube videos. Um, from when I was using the quality of a potato on my little laptop. Um, so I actually feel like a proper streamer. This is so weird. And um, 
it's actually a lot more professional, it feels. Harry Renacor has joined. Hi, Harry. <laughs> Hello. Um, so before I get into the actual actual episode, I want to talk a little bit about the full moon. Oh my god, I just heard a clicking noise. There's so many different things going on right now. It's overwhelming. Um, and there's a full moon in Cancer. So this is the last full moon of 2020, and this is all about emotional release. And if there's one big thing that I've learned from this year, it's about release and letting go. And one of the things I actually really wanted to talk about is, do you trust the universe to work with you? Or do you feel like there is no, there is no outside guidance that you can receive? So you might not believe in God, and you might not believe in like source energy or whatever you want to call it but I feel like if you start to believe that the universe actually wants to help you and is guiding you and is always with you then these this will actually become more apparent in your life and you'll start to see this everywhere you go and so one example of this is how this whole live podcasting idea came to fruition which is basically when I was meditating the other day I've started to receive like little messages in my meditation of little things that I can do to push myself further or, or things telling me a certain direction that I need to go in. And it's not like hearing voices. It's actually just like a calm knowing that that's the next move that I need to make or that's the next direction I need to go in. So I was just sat there and I was thinking about things I want to do, start pushing myself beyond my comfort zone. And one of the main things that came up for me was wanting to start doing live things so that it's not just pre-recorded on YouTube I'm actually speaking live um which actually I was a little bit nervous to do this beforehand because obviously when you're doing something for the first time um you're just not used to it so this is even now sitting here and knowing that I'm live it's still a little bit weird um thank you for joining people well hi Billy <laughs> hi Billy watching while walking Kate oh I hope you have a nice time tonight Billy <laughs> it's so nice that I can actually interact with people as well when I'm doing this um but yeah I was a little bit nervous for, to do this um but also I have learned to turn nerves into excitement so um you could know that that's always a, an option that's available to you is to turn anything you feel anxious about or nervous about into excitement because I do feel like a lot of the things that I've done this year to just that have changed me so much as a person was all things that were, were originally based in fear so when I was starting my YouTube channel for example of course I felt scared I was very scared to start posting videos online and you can even look to the first video that I posted I'm really I'm really shy I'm really nervous and I'm still getting used to being on camera um but it's just little things like that where these things that scare you initially these ideas that you might have that scare you that's where you're actually going to find that you are going to expand so much more and another example is when I uploaded um, a video of me singing on Instagram I never thought in a million years I would do something like that and obviously when I was kind of thinking of doing it I was still scared there was a part of me that was scared but you feel the fear you acknowledge the fear and realize that you are not defined by this emotion you're not going to allow this emotion to govern what you do so Today, I, I could have allowed the fear 
and the nerves and the jitteriness to get to me. But instead, what I did is um, I went for a nice, long, refreshing walk. Oh, my God, the, the screen's gone off. I don't know if we're still we're still on here. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> Sorry, it went off because I don't know if I'm going to have to keep clicking on on there on Instagram for it to keep going. Um, but basically, if you I don't know which camera to look at either. I'm going to look at this one. Um, if you experience a lot of anxiety or you, or you feel a lot of anxiety in your body or you just have a lot of energy in general, then honestly, one of the things you should start doing or one of the things you should do is buy a mini trampoline. So I bought a mini trampoline at the beginning of the, la la the lockdown that we just had. And it, oh, I love it. I love it. I try and jump on it whenever I can. Usually it's in the morning. Um, it just helps me start my day off on the right foot. And I know that's quite like a weird habit to have because like you can literally, my neighbors can probably see me jump on it in the morning. Um, but I just I just dance around on it. I jump around on it to to one of my favorite songs, and it gets me off on the right foot. And it really shakes out all of that energy because when you're anxious and you're feeling really tense and you're feeling really jittery, you have so much energy going on inside of your body that you don't really know what to do with it. And I find that after a quick old jump on the little mini trampoline, it sorts me out, and I actually feel so much better. So that's what I was doing before this podcast. I was like dancing on it, um, trying to get this this energy out of me, and I'm still feeling I'm still feeling a lot of this energy inside. I'm very excited. Um, I'm sipping tea, by the way, from this little thing that I got for Christmas from my cousin. It says, "Let your dreams bloom, Kate," which is very very nice. It's got a little dream catcher on it as well. Um, but do you trust the universe to, to help you in life do you trust that there is a power even if you don't believe in god do you trust that there is a power or an energy force that is greater than you that is larger than you that has the potential to really impact your life and so as i was getting ready to do this podcast and i received that guidance in meditation to go live um doing the podcast I initially said to myself oh I'm gonna wait until 2021 to do that but then as I was talking to my sister about asking her to use all of her new equipment uh to stream the podcast she said she literally said to me um yeah you can you can actually go live and stream stream on my on my computer and I was like that's really weird because like two days ago I literally received this this med this guidance from meditation in an intuitive feeling like go go live and start pushing yourself a little bit more and then that opportunity literally just landed into my lap um so that was just one example of how I feel like you could call that a coincidence but I feel like it's the universe aligning these opportunities for you and giving you signs um, but only if you are open to seeing them so I feel like if you are someone that's a little bit reluctant to believe that there is like a universal energy that's guiding you and helping you Hello. <laughs> Hello, Sam. Lovely to have you here. Thanks for being here. Um, then I feel like just start being a little bit more open towards it because you never know how the universe can surprise you. And one story that I actually really want to share with you about this is, so I joined this mastermind course at the beginning of the year it was a group of ladies run by this lady called Adriana Loves who's amazing she's a mindset coach and that was one of the things 
at the beginning of the year that really transformed everything for me and catapulted me into way more change than I could ever conceive of because 2020 for me has literally been the year where I have changed more as a person than I ever thought I could um and I could I could go and talk about in this episode about what's happened this year in terms of the pandemic and all this all this stuff going on but I think we're kind of all bored of talking about that um not to say that it's not still relevant but I wanted to make this episode about personal insights that I've had that perhaps you can also learn from and gain something from so I joined that group that group coaching at the beginning of the year um, and that really opened me up to so much and one of the sessions that we did was actually about this thing called totems so totems a totem is like a sign or a symbol that when you see that symbol it's an indication or a sign from the universe so someone's her totem for example was feathers so whenever she saw a feather it would be like a symbol or a sign from the universe. Now, I know that some people even now listening to this, that's probably going to sound a little bit woo-woo, a little bit fluff. But And I was actually reluctant at first when, when we were first being introduced to this concept. I was like, I don't know if I believe in this. Because at, at that time, I wasn't, really, I wasn't really that spiritually connected to myself. And I was becoming more open to all of these new ideas that I'd never really heard about before to do with spirituality. Um, and I didn't really know if I believed in God. I didn't really know if I believed in like universal energy or anything like that. Um, but she made us do this exercise where we, we just sat down and closed our eyes. And she said, listen to your intuition when I asked this question. And she asked us to think of a totem or a symbol that when it appears in our life, it's a sign from, it's a sign from the universe. So we all closed our eyes and I was just like, trying to quiet the mind and for some reason eagles and pink flowers came into my head and I literally I don't know why I can't explain why to this day why that came into my head um but it was that was just what it was from that point onwards was my totem was my totem was pink flowers and eagles and everyone in the group had different totems that came to their mind oh my god it's gone off again ah um, what made you trust the universe so much? Uh, I'm, I'm going to explain that in the story, but this is something that I really think opened my eyes to it. Um, hang on, I'm thirsty. But yes, the totem was pink flowers and eagles and other people in the group had different totems as well. I'm going to have to keep clicking this so it doesn't go off. Um, like another girl's was bumblebees. And even at that point, I was still like, I'm a little bit reluctant about this. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to resonate with me, but I was trying to be open to it. And then um, throughout this year, a lot of changes happened and I kind of forgot about my totem for a while. And then later down the line, around June or July, I went through quite a big personal change in my life and quite a challenging time um, where... I was living alone for the first for the first lockdown when, when COVID was all happening. And I lived alone for two months in Manchester on my own. And that was the period of time where I was like, oh, my God. Like, I remember getting in the car, being picked up by my parents after I'd lived alone for that long and not really interacted with people. And I literally got in the car and I felt different. I felt like I was thinking in my head, like, I just feel different. Like, I cannot be the same that I was before. I've completely, like transform the way that I see myself and transform the way that I see life and there's no there's no going back after this point um because at the beginning of the year I actually 
didn't have a very good relationship with my parents. I wasn't, I don't think I was speaking to my dad. I had a lot of resentment towards him and just towards my family in general at that point. And that was January, 2020. So even as I got in the car and I was like speaking to my dad again, because throughout the course I'd done loads of work on forgiveness and really letting go of a lot of things that I needed to heal. Um, I just felt like the way that I was relating to him to him was different because I'd healed the perception that I had of him and of my family and the way that I saw myself. So I go home, my parents pick me up, I go home and I live with them in their, their new place. They moved into a caravan and out of our old family home. And I lived there for like one or two months and then quite an explosive thing happened in our family. There was some abusive behavior going on that got a little bit out of hand so my mum and I had to move out and that was a very very challenging time because I feel I felt like at that point I had worked so hard to do all of this inner work and start transforming the way that I saw myself and saw life and it all felt like life was just being like aha you've come this far let's throw in a challenge let's throw in a curveball to see how you respond to it and in hindsight even though that was a really really tough time um, I see it as an absolute blessing and something that definitely needed to happen um, because I feel like life life goes up and down, you get ebbs and flows and I feel like the challenging times and the times when you feel the most fear, you feel the most uncertainty and you feel the most like, oh my God, what what is going on? Are the times when there's so much pressure that it causes you to expand, it causes you to grow and you can actually learn so much from it. So I remember feeling after that happened, I moved out, I moved into my cousin's and I was staying on her sofa for, I think it was like a month. And I hadn't felt that low in a very long time. I just felt like, oh my God, life, like what's happened? I've, I've gone from being like incredibly peaceful and incredibly happy within myself when I was living alone in Manchester to coming home and everything's fine. And then bam, this just happens. And it just felt like a massive slap in the face, um, kind of as a test of my faith, I feel a test of how much inner strength and courage that I actually had. Um, and, and it kind of opened my eyes to really seeing, you know, do I have that inner strength to get, to get through this? Um, because at that point, I remember I was, I was laying on the sofa at my cousin's, which was my temporary house at the time. And I was just thinking, I felt so much of this old resentment come back up towards my family. I felt so much of this old past pain that I thought I dealt with come back up to the surface. And I just got into a low state of being. Like I wasn't, I wasn't doing all of the good habits that I built up so far. So I, I stopped meditating. I stopped doing my yoga every day. I stopped um, doing things that were actually taking care of myself. And I just fell into this kind of hole of feeling like, oh my God, I just feel so shit basically I just feel like things have really fallen apart um and I started getting into the habit of emotionally eating which I've never had that before I've always had a really good relationship with food so to kind of be trying to numb myself by eating all this crap food and junk food to make myself feel better wasn't a vibe it was not a vibe and I don't know there was just a lot going on at that time where I literally I didn't have a job at that point and I was just slumping around all day, just kind of wallowing in my own feelings, being like, what the hell has happened? I thought I'd come so far. And I felt like I was kind of beating myself up, being like, you've come so far. Like, why can't you, why can't you pull yourself together? Why can't you get through this? Um, and so I remember once when I was living there, I was sat on the doorstep and I was having a cigarette because I'd gone back into the habit of smoking as a means of 
um I don't know when when you're in a lower state of being I feel like addictive things become and addictive tendencies become a lot easier to grasp for um, as a coping mechanism but I was I was smoking a cigarette outside and I literally had not felt so shit in a long time and I just felt like I don't know what to do I actually don't know what to do um I kind of lost touch with all my spiritual practices and things like that so I felt very much in in my feels about a lot of different things and about my family and about what happened and not really feeling like I have any direction or what I'm going to do financially and it was just all it was all a bit of a mess really and yeah I was smoking this cigarette but then I looked in front of me and I saw in my cousin's garden I hadn't seen this before but it became so apparent to me in that moment there was like an aha moment that I saw a pot of pink flowers on my right, a pot of pink flowers on my left. And in between these flowers, oh my God, it's gone off again. Why does this keep happening? I've lost, I've lost connection. <laughs> oh, have fun at Spoons, Billy. Hope you have a really nice time. Um, so I saw a pink flower on my left, a pink flower on my right. And in between those flowers was the Peugeot car symbol, which if you Google the Peugeot car symbol, it is a griffin, which is I think half eagle, half lion or something else. So it was literally blatantly obvious at this time, at this time, at this moment, that I was feeling so shit. I was feeling so directionless. I was feeling so lost. And then the totems were there right in front of my face. And I literally started crying. I started crying because I was like, oh my God. Like the reason that my intuition back in back in March when I was doing the group course had said to me, um, eagles and pink flowers. I know this is going to sound a little bit woo woo and a little bit out there to some of you, but that to me was not a coincidence that when I felt at this very low point that right in front of me was that totem being there of the eagle and the pink flowers in my cousin's garden, just honestly it reminded me that I am always supported. It reminded me that the universe is literally conspiring with you, not against you. And I feel like it's so easy to be full of negativity and think, you know, the, the world's kind of out to get you, like life is out to get you and things just don't go the way that you want them to. But in that moment, I kind of had this realization that all of that breaking down and all of that mess that occurred um, had to happen and it was supposed to happen. It was like divinely guided for that to happen. And me seeing my totem there and seeing the eagles and the pink flowers right in front of me was just that reminder that I really needed of like feeling like the universe, the universe is here with me. And so I was just crying. I was like, oh my God, I'm not alone. I don't, I'm going to get through this. And it was just a reminder um, that sometimes the most challenging things that you go through uh, and usually the most painful things that you go through are there to serve a purpose in your life. And in hindsight, that was back in June, July. And in hindsight, it has led me to being here today in this live podcast, sharing this story with you and growing so much from it. And oh, it's just been a whirlwind. 2020 has been a massive whirlwind um, of just learning so many different things and really growing as a person. And so I see that, that breakdown of events as something that had to, had to happen and something that has led me led me here and so after after all that 
me and my sister moved into the flat that we're in now. And I've been experiencing really good states of being and I've been feeling really happy and excited about life. Um, and I look back on all of that and as a, as a reminder that there were some old feelings and old patterns of resentment and pain and um, some forgiving that I still had left to do. And this is coming from someone who, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't used to speak to my dad. I didn't speak to my dad for like a year or so uh, because I was just so angry at him. I was so resentful towards him. Um, but I feel like the more I mature, the more I really realize that the way that I treat myself and the way that I heal the perceptions of other people within myself without trying to change the other person, without trying to control the other person's behavior, the better they will respond to you. So I've really learned that you cannot control people's behavior. You cannot control the way that they respond to you and you cannot control, you know, just who they are as a person. Um, and especially when you are angry towards someone and you're resentful towards someone, it might be tempting to want to just want them to change and want them to be, be nicer to you or want them to be better. But I found that when I've actually healed the way that I see myself and been, been more compassionate towards myself, I've been way more lenient in seeing that in other people. And the relationship that I have with my, with my dad now, for example, is, is great. I feel like he responds more, way more positively to me, even if he doesn't necessarily respond positively to other people in my life, like my, my other family. I feel like I have healed that resentment inside and it's really affected the way that I interact with him so that I'm able to be way more compassionate towards him. And I never thought I'd be able to get to that stage, never be able to get to that point where it actually feels like I, I don't have that resentment inside of me anymore. And so if that resonates with you at all, if you have parents that you don't necessarily get along with, then I want you to know that reaching that level of unconditional love where you're not trying to change them, you're not trying to change the way that things are and the way that things have been and come to an actual place of acceptance, it's always available to you. It's always possible to you. Um, and especially I made that Instagram post, but over Christmas, I know that some people will have been struggling with their family situation and kind of wanting things to be different or expecting people to be different and, and wishing that their family wasn't that way and things like that and wishing they had a better relationship with their parents. Um, but it's not, it's not all set out to be doom and gloom. It doesn't have to be that way forever. You can always heal the relationship that you have to, to yourself. And by doing that, you will literally heal the relationships that you have with other people because people are always responding to your energy and to your vibe. And I actually have another example of this. Mm. Oh, that's so nice. I just love tea. Um, so there's this person. Oh, hello. Um, oops, no. Hello everyone, thank you for joining. Um, there's this person that I met very, quite recently and when I first was introduced to this person other people around me were saying that this person is really challenging to be around really difficult to be around is really really rude is really really mean and at first this person did actually irritate me um, because I, I was kind of having that prejudice towards them um, but I also at the same time didn't want to let the opinions of the other person of this person affect the way that I interacted with them. So I tried to stay open-minded. And 
I found that even though this person was difficult to be around sometimes, I didn't feel like adding more judgment and more hatred to the situation by turning against him as well was going to do anything. So I felt like the more that I thought about him more compassionately and saw that whenever he's acting rudely, whenever he's acting like a dick, whenever he's being challenging to be around, it's more so a reflection of how how he feels about himself or he could have a lot of personal issues going on deep down. Um, the more that I recognised that, the more I actually found that he responded to me more positively and he wasn't, he wasn't as difficult to be around. And so I really feel like it is so much easier to get along with other people when you start being a lot more kinder to yourself, when you start actually being a lot more compassionate towards yourself. Um, because I say this in my other videos, but your vibe your vibes don't lie and your vibe is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. And other people can feel that even if you don't think that they do, everyone feels a vibe on a subconscious level. And that's why you'll feel drained and you'll feel um, down around certain people and you'll feel uplifted and energized when you're around other people. Um, so people can always feel the way that you feel about yourself. And the more you are able to really be compassionate towards yourself in terms of, you know, understanding that there's, there's parts of you inside that are wounded. There's parts of you inside that can feel insecure. There's parts of you inside that can be, that can lash out or be rude to people or criticize people. The more you can just be forgiving of yourself for that, the more forgiving and lenient you will be towards other people for that. And so I actually found myself getting along really well with this person. Um, and I don't know, I just feel like 2020 has been a massive year for me realizing that everything, everything in life is just like this massive mirror reflection going on in terms of the way you feel about yourself and the way you perceive things is always going to be reflected back to you in the outside world. So if you, if you say to yourself and you think negative things inside and you feel negatively towards yourself, you are going to behave more negatively in your interactions with other people and it'll kind of become a self-fulfilling prophecy of holding negativity inside so therefore you will see so much more negativity outside and this is why I think it's really important to always be trusting that the universe always has your best interests at heart trusting that you the universe always has a higher purpose that you perhaps may not be able to understand that the universe is actually trying to help you in life. It's not trying to put you down. It's not trying to throw you all these negative things in order to hurt you. It's trying to actually facilitate your growth. It's trying to facilitate your expansion. And I think that's a really important thing to know whenever you're going through a tough time, whenever you're going through something challenging, you just feel really down. Just know that there is always light at the end of the tunnel and whatever's been placed in your path that might seem really difficult and might seem really, really painful is actually, in the broader aspect of it, catapulting you into something greater. And that's definitely been the case for me in my life. Um, because at the beginning of this year, I, I was a different person, completely different person. And it's all because I started to change the way that I saw myself and I started to change the way that I related to, to the mind. And one of the main things that's really made me change is just letting go, is letting go of a lot of things that did not serve me. And what do I mean by letting go? I just mean um, letting go of 
labels, identities, beliefs that you have about yourself, certain thought patterns that you have, um, and just overall letting go of things that aren't who you are. Because for a long time, especially in the beginning of the year and times before that, I held on to beliefs about myself that I wasn't worthy and that I wasn't good enough. And all of these things were going on, even in the back of my mind. So I wasn't even consciously aware of them until I actually started to reflect and be like, yo, that thought is actually really damaging. And that behavior is actually really damaging. And that way of thinking about myself, even on a subconscious level, is very damaging. Um, so this year has really been dedicated to unpacking all of that and realizing, hang on, why? Why, why do I have this belief? Why do I have this thought? And why am I still holding on to this thought? Because it is such a game changer to start realizing that you are not everything that you think you are. Like people try and define themselves all the time by saying, oh, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. And some of the things that I used to tell myself were that um, I'm lazy and I'm not worthy. And all of these things were going on in the back of my mind. And 2020 for me was just this like, poor, this, poor, I don't even know how to describe it other than that, this poor of just being like, oh my God, why am I believing in these things? What significance do these things have? And really disidentifying from them. And so there is actually this book here. This, this podcast episode, by the way, is gonna be all over the place because I just have so many things to talk about. Um, but this book is another example of the ways in which the universe will send you signs as long as you are open to listening to them and receiving them. So this book, I saw this being mentioned in a YouTube video and then I saw it again in another YouTube video and then it came up in my suggested somewhere. So I was like, hang on, I need to read this book. That's clearly a sign I need to read this book. Oh my God, it keeps going off on Instagram. Sorry, it keeps going off on Instagram. I'm going to have to keep clicking it because um, it's not working. But I, I interpret science from the universe as being certain song lyrics or hearing about a certain book that just keeps on cropping up or just seeing little signs, um, like li literal signs of seeing words, words or certain phrases or certain things. And when you start to see signs more, and you start to actually realize, hang on, what's this trying to tell me? You'll start seeing them everywhere. So this, is, this book is one example of a sign that I felt like I received because I saw it in three different places. And I was like, OK, I'm going to order this book because clearly it, it's, it's got something important inside of it. And this book is literally one of the best books I've read in a very long time. It's so it's so transformative and really helps you understand how to start doing inner work, which is basically letting go. If you can see this on the video, it just says letting go. That is the key to everything. Um, and 2020 for me has been a massive year of just letting go um, and realizing that I am not these thoughts. I am not the mind. And so whenever the, the mind used to tell me, oh, I'm so lazy, oh, I'm insecure, it's just coming to terms with the fact that all of these things and these things that you think and these fears that you have and these insecurities that you have are only as powerful as the attention and the energy that you are giving them through the mind. 
And I never thought that it would be possible for me to really start realizing this information on an experiential level and really learning to understand this properly. Um, and I've still got a long way to go. I'm not enlightened by any means, um, but I've really just started to see that the nature, the nature of the mind is very destructive. I say this in so many of my videos and I must sound so crazy because I'm always like, the mind is crazy. But the mind is the source of so many problems. And so when I was doing that group mastermind, sorry, I'm, I'm thirsty speaking so much. When I was doing that group coaching at the beginning of the year, one of the other things that we did was work through our limiting beliefs. Now, a limiting belief is just a distorted perception that you have about yourself or about how the world works that is not inherently the truth. And I actually have here, I have here the list of limiting beliefs that I wrote. Um, and we had to do 20 of these. And it was actually a very painful thing to do to kind of start admitting certain things to myself about the kinds of things that I had been believing in and allowing myself to believe in and giving so much power to. So this is written in March 2020 when I was doing the group thing. And looking back on this now and looking back at all these beliefs that I used to have, it's just a testament to how much you can change and how much you can actually grow. Because I read this now and I think, how on earth did I ever believe these things about myself? And there are still days where I feel down and I still feel in insecure. I still get feelings of not feeling good, of, good enough creeping up on me. But the way that I relate to them now is so much different to how I used to because everything that I'm about to read to you now is stuff that I literally genuinely believed in and was part of my identity and things that I would just tell myself. And a lot of the things that you currently tell yourself if you're watching this and listening to this, you've got to start evaluating, how true is this? How much do I actually want to let this govern my life? How much do I actually want to feed this with my attention? So, and even now, actually, I never thought I'd get to a stage where I'd be able to read these things on, an, on a live podcast. I didn't even know I was going to do a live podcast at the beginning of this year or start my YouTube channel. Um, but I kind of had this, this pride complex going on where I just didn't want to, I didn't want to share things with people. I didn't really want to be open or vulnerable about things or, or about how I really felt about myself. Um, but now I just understand that the only reason that I would feel any sort of pride and the only reason that if, if you feel pride in your own life and you don't really want to let people know your feelings of inadequacy deep down um, or you have like a superiority complex is because deep down there is a part of you that still believes that you have to hold on to this feeling of inadequacy. And there's a part of you that still believes that you have to protect or defend yourself in some way um, to cover up or defend this inner feeling of inadequacy. And so this book... This book has really helped me to understand pride and how pride is, some people see it as a good thing, but it's actually a very detrimental thing because it's based, it's based in your ego. It's based in trying to protect this image of yourself. It's based in trying to, you know, it's like a false confidence, a false sense of self-esteem. Self and it's actually something that I, I felt like I used to identify with quite a lot um, because I used to think that I was, I used to think that I was happy. I used to think that I was fine. I used to think that I had good self-esteem. And then this year has just been unlocking about unlocking all of the, all of the things going on in, underneath that were running my life um, and that I wasn't even conscious of. Um, so to be able to get to this stage where I'm sharing this with you 
so that you can actually start understanding and seeing this in your own life um, is actually really great. So, excuse me. One of the limiting beliefs that I used to have is I have no common sense. And this is something that I'd literally tell myself all the time um, that I just didn't have any common sense. Like I just thought, ah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just a ditzy person. I, I just feel like a bit of an idiot sometimes. And I would just tell myself this story. Like, yeah, I've got no common sense. And the thing is about limiting beliefs is that they will seem really real. They'll seem really true. And you'll just want to believe in them compulsively because that's all you know. It's all you've been accustomed to thinking um, and a certain way about of feeling about yourself. But one of the main and best things that you can ever do to yourself is start questioning the kinds of beliefs that you have about yourself, whether it's you feel unworthy, whether it's you feel like an insecure person, you feel unconfident, you feel lazy, you feel like you're an anxious person, you feel like you are just someone that's destined to suffer. Start questioning your beliefs. Start questioning, why are these things here? Why are these things occupying my mind? Why am I giving these things so much power um, through the mind? And you will start to understand, hang on, None of this is me. This is just stuff that at some point in my life I decided to agree to, I decided to believe in. And it's just been that way ever since, just running on a loop, running on a loop. So I tell myself all the time, I've got no common sense. And even when I started driving this year, when I first, I was really anxious to start driving because I was like, oh my God, I've got no common sense. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this properly. Which in hindsight, looking back on it now, was just a limiting belief that I had that was blocking me. It was just blocking me and I needed to let it go. Um, so that was one of the limiting beliefs that I had of just not feeling competent. I didn't feel competent or capable. Another thing I tell myself, I am terrible at time management. I, I used to tell myself this all the time. That wasn't even that much of a bad one, but I just tell myself, oh, I can't handle my time. Well, I'm always late to things. But if you say these things to yourself, eventually these sort of things become true because you're feeding into that self-fulfilling prophecy by giving that thought, your energy, giving that belief, your energy, um, so you've just got to be mindful about what kinds of things you are feeding your attention, especially if you resonate with identifying as someone that feels unworthy or feels insecure. That's not who you are. I want to let you know that right now. That's literally not who you are. You might feel that way sometimes. You might think certain thoughts that are a reflection of that feeling, but that is not your personality. That is not who you are destined to be. That is literally just a belief that has been governing your entire life that you have so strongly identified with that you believe that's who you are. It's not, it's not, it's not real, it's not true. Um, oh, I forgot I've got mango chunks here. God, I've got so much energy. I've got so much energy. Um, and I'm really sorry if you don't really like eating noises, but I really want to eat this mango chunk right now. Mmm, delicious. Um, Another limiting belief that I used to have is I am not good enough to keep someone interested in me. And I had a, I'd had a few limiting beliefs that were blocking me from really realizing my own value. Oh my God, it's gone off again. It's gone off again. Ah! I'm sorry. I don't know why this keeps cutting off on there. Um, but the, the limiting belief that I just read out um, was... I am not good enough to keep someone interested in me. And this was a little story that I would tell myself, which came up a lot in my dating and romantic life of just not feeling good enough and not feeling, not feeling worthy and not me not really seeing my own value. And so even though I would portray 
portray that I had good self-esteem and I was really confident, I was really happy, there was still this underlying part of me that I was repressing and I was suffering from deep down of just this feeling of inadequacy, this feeling of not being good enough, which was such an eye-opener to realise that those stories that I was telling myself and these beliefs that I was telling myself aren't inherently true. Are just not, they're just not a reflection of who you truly are because who you truly are is naturally happy. Who you truly are is naturally worthy. Why does it keep going off? Ah! Keeps going off. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but who you truly are is someone who is worthy by default. You, you are naturally a confident person. You're naturally a happy person. You're naturally a carefree person. It's just that some some things in life, like your beliefs, these beliefs that you identify with, these labels you identify with, these belief, these thought patterns you identify with, get in the way of you believing that you are actually worthy. They get in the way of you actually believing that you are a naturally happy, carefree, confident person. So when I was talking earlier about the example of my dad or that guy, that guy that I met that people found very challenging to be around, I feel like Every, every single person that you meet and every single person on the planet is, has that aspect of them that is inherently worthy, is inherently happy, is inherently confident, is inherently loving. It's just that in some people, it gets so obscured that that loving, that loving presence, that loving self inside of them gets so obscured by things that happen to them. Maybe they have a painful childhood, they have a painful past. Um, and they just go through a lot of different things that make them behave in ways that are, you know, not very nice and, and are rude and are very critical and very challenging. But underneath all of that, underneath all of their pain is someone that is inherently loving. And in some people, that's very difficult to see. And in, in my dad, I used to refuse to see that aspect of him because I was like, he's just so... He, he is just so rude. He's so mean. He's so awful. And I used to tell myself all these things about him. But as I started to be more compassionate towards myself, I started to be more kind to myself. I understood that if I am inherently worthy underneath all of the, the, the pain or the insecurities and fears that I have, and I am naturally happy and confident underneath all of these different thoughts and beliefs that I have, then that also applies to other people as well. And I know that some people will be very reluctant to believe in that, if you if you think that it's it's okay to just call people evil and to blame people all the time and that's not to say that you tolerate people's bad behavior but it just means that you can start being more compassionate to people because underneath all of their pain and their fears and insecurities and negative ways of being they are literally just this human that has the capacity to be loving it's just been blocked off it's been blocked off so much that they cannot even see it themselves. And that's actually really, really sad. Um, that was a little bit of a tangent. And I don't even know what I was talking about before. But some other of my limiting beliefs um, were... Oh my God, I wrote so much. There's literally so many pages. And I remember I had a massive epiphany after reading all of this and being like, I cannot believe that I believed in all of this for so long. I literally wrote it all out and I was like, what? Why? Why have I been telling myself all these things? Why am I holding on to these things? And unfortunately, you know, 
if you don't really examine the ways that you are thinking and you don't really learn to examine all these different beliefs going on inside, you will continue to believe in them for the rest of your life. They're not just going to go away automatically. They will remain stuck in you consciously or, or subconsciously and govern everything that you do. Um, and so other things that I would tell myself is that I'm an indecisive person. I'm a lazy person. Um, I have to earn love. And this was another one. I'm a, I'm a sounding board for other people's thoughts and emotions and no one wants to listen to my thoughts and emotions. That was literally something that I was believing subconsciously because I would always feel like no one, no one was listening to me. No one understood me, especially in my family. But now I'm just looking at this belief like, why? Why? <laughs> why did I believe this for so long? Um, and so something I really want you to take away if you're listening to this podcast episode is just start questioning the kinds of things that you tell yourself. And a lot of these things are going to seem very real. They're going to seem very true to you. For example, if you've seen yourself as someone that's lazy for, for your whole life, you're going to hold on to that belief. You're going to think that's who you are. But you are whoever you choose to be. You don't have to choose to believe in that anymore. Once you become aware of it, you can let it go. Um, and, God, there's just so many different things on here, so many different beliefs that I had. Um, I would tell myself that I, what, I, what other people think of me is more important than what, than what I think of myself or other people think that I'm too weird or too sensitive. And the thing is about these beliefs is that I had to really reflect on them because some of these things were very difficult to admit to myself. Um, and some of these things you won't even be consciously aware of. Um, but that was something that was actually driving my behavior. It was something that I actually really genuinely thought deep down was, you know, people think I'm too weird or people think I'm too sensitive. And in hindsight, I just don't know why I allowed myself to believe in these things for so long. But the most important thing to do, if you are starting to examine your limiting beliefs and the things you tell yourself, is to not beat yourself up for believing in them and to not... Um, and to just be very forgiving of yourself for believing in these things. Because if you've been harboring the belief that you're unworthy or insecure or an anxious person for so long, and you've been, re you've been kind of hurting yourself in that way and rejecting yourself in that way, it's always important to be very forgiving of yourself and to say to yourself, like, I'm sorry that I held on to this belief for so long. I'm sorry that I listened to the mind for so long whenever I was beating myself up. I I'm sorry for when I would think that I was unworthy. And as you start to forgive yourself more, you will release you will release the hold that these beliefs have on you because you didn't know any better. So whenever I was writing down all of these thoughts and beliefs that I had, I didn't know any better. I, I didn't know any better because that's all the things that I had kind of been conditioned to believe in. But now I understand that none of these things are things that I have to I identify with anymore. And, you know, this this process, you can use this process in your own life as well. You don't have to continue to believe in some of the things that you tell yourself it keeps going off on here and I don't know why um sorry I keep hearing little clicky noises and I'm just going to find out what what it is and what's going on oh actually that's something else I wanted to talk about is um actually I'll mention that a bit later but 2020 has taught me to let go 
to let go and to really start letting go of a lot of things that I identified with previously and start going beyond my comfort zone more than I imagined was possible. Um, and that is through my YouTube and just really learning to let go of let go of the fear, the fear of being judged by other people. Even now, as I'm as I'm filming this, you know, it's scary. It is weird filming yourself and being live on here, knowing that you know there's potentially a lot of people that could be watching. I don't know how many people are going to watch this, um, but you know, I don't want to allow myself to be governed by fear. Um, and likewise, you should also not allow yourself to be governed by fear because you are capable of so many amazing things. And I've really realized this year that, you know, I actually have a lot of value to offer to the world. And I actually have, I actually trust and believe that I have things to offer and things to share. And if I didn't cultivate that trust in myself by letting go of all these beliefs that were holding me back and blocking me from really realizing my own value, then I wouldn't be here sharing this with you today. Um, so don't let the mind the crazy, crazy mind, I know I say it all the time, but it's bloody crazy. Don't let the mind fool you and trick you into convincing you things about yourself that are not true, that are not the truth of who you are. Um, and I would highly recommend this book. This book is, is really, really life-changing. It's really, really good, um, especially if you're just kind of getting into spirituality or you just want to start really learning how to be more free of negativity, then this dude... Dr. David Hawkins has got your back. It's just teaching you how to let go of lower emotions because that's really all that's required of you is to let go, let go of, let go of resentment, let go of the need to control things in your life and to control other people. And I actually have a really good example of that. Um, but the more you let go of negative things that don't serve you, negative beliefs that you have about yourself and the negative beliefs that you have towards other people and the negative emotions that you hold on to the more you just let them go consciously whenever they come you just keep on making the choice to let them go I promise you that you will start to experience more happiness and more freedom than you have ever felt in your life and there's no like big magic thing that you need to do to achieve happiness it's literally just learning to let go learning to let go of all of these these painful emotions and letting go of all these painful beliefs that you have and letting go of the need for things to be a certain way and you will start to see magic in your life I promise you and a major example of this in my own life is I I used to nag my sister to clean and I used to nag my sister to wash up I'd say to her you know please just wash up tidy up after yourself and I'd nag her all the time. And I just want her, I'd want her to wash up. And then I started learning more about this philosophy of letting go and not needing things to be a certain way. And I was, I was holding on to this resentment towards her because I was like, I clean up all the time. I tidy up all the time. Why can't you, why can't you clean up after yourself as well? Um, and then I just stopped. I, I stopped resenting her for it because I, I started to say to myself you know she's doing the best that she can um and she doesn't have to always behave in the way that you want her to you should just accept her how, how she is and let go of the need for her to be any other way than she actually is already and ironically when I stopped wa wanting her to wash up when I stopped having that expectation that need for her to behave in a certain way in order to make me feel happy 
she actually just started washing up at her own accord. She started tidying up at her own accord when I just let her do it in her own time and stopped pressuring her so much. And this aspect, this, this rule, this golden rule of letting go of the need for other people to be a certain way will revolutionize your life because as you start to cultivate more happiness within yourself, i.e. you start being okay within yourself, you'll require people to do less. You'll require people to behave a certain way in order to, for you to be happy. This especially applies in intimate relationships. But in the example of my sister, I literally just stopped wanting her to behave a certain way. I stopped expecting her to be a certain way. And I stopped being resentful towards her by just releasing that anger and realizing that, you know, I don't always have to expect her to do to do things. I don't always have to expect her to appreciate when I tidy up and be like, I tidy up all the time. You should you should appreciate this, blah, 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 blah. And I stopped having that kind of self-sacrificing martyr attitude and reframed it when this book helped me reframe it into me saying, you know, I, I give of myself and I tidy up for the both of us, for our, for our own good, for our own benefit, instead of it being like, I tidy up because I expect you to tidy up as well and getting resentful about it. I just kind of turned it into this thing of like, I'm doing this because it is important that we both live in this space together and it's nice for us to live in. And I'm doing this because I'm giving of myself, not because I'm expecting her to, to tidy up as well. Not because I'm expecting her to do something in return, even if that means like acknowledgement or appreciation from her. So I let go of that resentment. I let go of that anger. And now she just washes up at her own accord. I don't have to ask her to wash up. I don't have to nag her to do anything. She literally just does it because she doesn't feel that pressure. And I've actually let go of that need for her to behave in a certain way. And this literally, this principle of letting go can be applied to all aspects of life. And actually, ironically, you might call this a coincidence, but before I was doing this podcast, I texted my sister saying um I don't know how to switch on your computer please can you show me how to do this because I didn't really know what I was doing at the time and I really really wanted her to text me because I really really wanted to get this podcast done I really really wanted to to get on because I was excited um and I really really wanted her to reply and then like three hours had passed and I was just like, oh, for God's sake, I'm just going to let go of this need for her to reply. I'm going to let go of the, the want to control the situation. And I'm just going to, instead of doing it on her PC, I'm just going to do it on my, on my laptop. So I got, I got my laptop up and I was, very, I was very happy to just, you know, do my own thing instead of trying to, you know, make it go a certain way and do it with all the equipment and stuff like that. And the moment that I let go of the need for her to reply, the moment I let go of the need for her to tell me what to do and for, for the podcast to be done on with the microphone, with the PC and stuff like that, she texted me back. So as soon as I let go of the wanting, the thing that I initially wanted came to me. And she was like, oh, you just switch on at the back. And she helped me with it. And that is just like a small example of how letting go actually helps you to receive more. And you see this dynamic in terms of relationships as well. And I found that the more I let go of the need to be liked by someone or the less I, the less I care about how someone responds to me or behaves towards me, ironically, the more positively they respond to me because when you're not in that 
energy of needing things to be a certain way or needing people to like you or needing other people to behave. Oh my God, it's gone off again on Instagram, sorry. Uh, I don't know why it keeps going off on, on there. Um, but what I was saying is the more, well, the, more, the less you need other people to react to you in a certain way, the less you need other people to like you, the less you need their approval, you less, the less you need their validation, the less you actually care and the more you're able to just detach. Ironically, that is when you'll find that the things that you actually want start being magnetized towards you. So that was the case in the example of my sister washing up at her own accord. Now I don't even have to ask her to do it because I'm no longer wanting or expecting her to do it. But in my own dating life, I've seen this happen. And, you know, it's, it's, it's weird because as soon as you let go of the wanting, as soon as you let go of the need for people to respond to you in a certain way or behave a certain way towards you, that is when people will start to respond to you more positively because you're, you're not in that, you're not in that, needing things outside of you to happen in a certain way for you to be okay because you're good either way and I think 2020 has just been such a major important lesson for me to learn how to just detach and how to really cultivate these feelings of happiness within myself because I found that the more I just focus on me the more I prioritize me and the more I actually feel good within myself other people can feel that too. And it actually attracts better situations and people into my life where people are responding to my energy. They're responding to the way that I feel about myself. And so you can apply this in your own life and see how this works in your own life as well. Just by, you know, taking care of yourself more and really focusing all the energy that you are perhaps outsourcing to other people in terms of valid wanting their validation or wanting them to like you and sourcing it inwards, focusing it inwards and you will be in that state of just being a lot more magnetic, a lot more attractive and a lot more, you know, people just not just in romantic romantically, but just with people in general, people, you'll find it easier to get along with people better. And you'll find that people want to help you more. People want to give to you more because you are, you are emanating from a place of giving to yourself. Um, and so it, there's that idea that lack attracts lack and abundance attracts abundance. The better you feel within yourself and the more you can actually really prioritize yourself. Um, then the more good things will flow into your life. Um, so I think that's just a really important thing that I've learned this year. Sorry, I'm just trying to do something on my laptop. Um, and there's this quote, this quote that I really, really like, um, which is, it says, I am the creator of my own happiness. Only I can make myself happy. And no one has the power to take that away from me unless I allow it to. Because ultimately, I find that the more I just focus that energy inside, the more I just take care of myself and actually be kind towards myself and be loving towards myself, um, the less I am affected by other people's energy. That is, the less I find it draining to be around negative people, the, la the less I find that, you know, people have such an effect on my mood because I find that if I'm just cultivating this sense of peace within myself and this more loving state within myself, then it's just easier to maintain that. And you'll find that people start responding to you so much differently. The key is really to let, letting go of needing other people to behave a certain way towards you, letting go of your expectations of other people and really just focusing on yourself. Don't need them to behave in a certain way in order for you to be happy, uh, whether that's in your romantic life or in friendships 
or with your family. Just stop expecting them to be any way than, than, they, than they actually are. Just accept them for who they are. Again, I'm sorry if you don't like chewing. May I start an ASMR channel? Mmm. Yummy. But just let go of the need for things to be a certain way in, in order for you to be okay. Um, and you'll find that magically you start attracting all these good abundant experiences into your life when you finally let go of that wanting. And, oh my God, it keeps going off on Instagram. I don't know why. Eek. Eek. I don't know why it keeps going off on here. Sauce, guys. Some technical difficulties. Um, but I'm really enjoying, I'm really enjoying doing it in this format and having these big old headphones on and having this microphone. It's actually, I feel really professional doing it this way uh, compared to doing it on my laptop. But one other major thing that I've learned this year, sorry about the chewing again, is that you can always learn and grow from every single situation in life. But one of the most important things that you can do for yourself is really start making your happiness a priority. And I mean that in the most serious and pure sense of the, of the phrase. Just seriously start taking care of yourself. Stop looking outside of you for approval and stop caring so much about what other people think. You should be focusing on what you think of you and how you see yourself rather than caring so much about what other people think of you. So in the beginning of this YouTube journey, for example, I found myself learning a lot of things about myself in terms of caring about other people judging me and caring what other people would think of me. And YouTube really introduced me to being more willing to just express myself for who I am and being more comfortable in my own skin for who I am without caring about what other people think of me. And I haven't had any negative criticism or comments towards what I do. Um, but I know that one day, you know, if I do grow on YouTube, that is inevitably going to happen. Um, but I still had those fears, especially in the beginning, I still had those fears of being very much afraid of what other people would think of me and just being afraid of of um, sharing some of these parts of myself that even I don't really share that much with some of my closest friends, um, you know, talking about spirituality and talking about um, some of the things that, like, for example, the limiting beliefs that I had earlier, that I mentioned earlier. Um, and a lot of these concepts to do with, you know, the universe and all these lessons that I've learned, but talking about it on YouTube and just being and sharing my own insights on YouTube has been such a massive, um, massive area for growth of growth for me to really start understanding that you need to stop caring what other people think you can stop caring and YouTube coming on YouTube will show you that more than anything else. I think that's it's really, really taught me that. Um, but I, came to the conclusion and I keep on arriving at the same conclusion that the only reason that you would care so much about what other people think of you um, is because you do not give enough importance to what you think about yourself and you do not accept yourself fully and deeply enough. Um, so all of those fears and anxieties that I had around not really feeling like um, 
or, or just being worried that other people judge me. It wasn't, it wasn't to do with them. It wasn't anything to do with them. It was to do with the way that I was viewing myself and um, not really seeing that I could, I could accept myself and I could really validate myself. And, you know, you always hear about this concept of, you know, be the source of your own happiness. But I want you to know that that is not just an idea that is talked about. That is not just something that is like this ab abstract thing, like this abstract motivational quote being like, just love yourself and be, make yourself just the source of your own happiness. This is something that can be tangibly done. This is something that you can actually do and start doing for yourself. Make yourself the priority. Um, and when I was living alone during the first lockdown, and I was, I was literally, I was very uh, alone for those two months. I didn't really speak to, to anyone. Um, it was just a reminder that I can make memories with myself um, just being on my own. And likewise, you can also make memories with yourself that you will cherish forever. Because I will always look back on that time very fondly as be it being like, that was time that I actually thought, thought to be very special. And I spent it all on my own. So if I can really be happy on my own and create those feelings for myself on my own and make those memories with myself, then anybody can do this. You know, you don't always need other people around you to, to, to validate you or give you that support because those feelings that you crave, those feelings of recognition or wanting to be liked by other people or wanting... Um, other people to appreciate you they can all be sustained within yourself those feelings can be cultivated in yourself you just have to let go of all the things that are blocking you from doing that i.e let go of all these limiting beliefs that you tell yourself about who you think you are um and just start to detach from all the things that you tell yourself in the mind because the mind is honestly the source of so many problems so many problems and I find time and time again, whenever I'm caught in a negative thought loop, I just catch myself thinking, oh my God, the mind is trying to trip me up again. The mind is trying to lure me into this story about the way I see myself or the way that I see another person or the way that I view life. And it is the mind's tendency, compulsive tendency, to want to think about things really negatively and to be really negative about things. But you, you should know that there is always the option to let go of those thoughts you always 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 have the choice to let go of thoughts and feelings that do not serve you and even though it might seem hard because at the time you might feel very much crippled by this feeling you might feel very you might feel very low but the choice the conscious choice to let go of these things is always available to you um it's just that you have to become aware that that choice is always there that choice to always choose something more positive or choose to free yourself from the binds of something negative is always available to you always 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 um and i want to i think i'm going to wrap it up soon because oh that was weird the clock timer thing just said one 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 zero one and then another two ones next to it which is something i want to speak about really quickly is this idea of synchronicity and kind of relates back to what I was talking about at the beginning, which is how much do you trust the universe? Um, and one of the ways in which I feel that the universe can communicate with you is through numbers. So if you keep seeing synchronistic numbers everywhere, for example, 1111, or just seeing a lot of these same kind of 
tri triple numbers like 333 three, three, or just seeing certain numbers that keep cropping up and you keep seeing them everywhere that is a sign and whenever I see signs like that I didn't really used to believe in any of this I used to think you know this is just it's just numbers there's just numbers that appear in my life but I see it as signs that I'm on the right path so recently I've been seeing the number 1111 literally everywhere like I, wo I woke up this morning I rolled over I looked at my clock because I slept in and I saw at the time was one, 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 one. And I just always just laughed to myself at the fact that it keeps on happening to me. Um, but I want you to know these, these things, you might think they are arbitrary, random things that have no significance whatsoever, but they, they are significant. That is, I feel, a, a power and an energy higher than you, trying to communicate with you to let you know that you're on the right path. Uh, whether or not you want to see it that way is ultimately your choice. Um, but that's the way that I, I like to see it because it lets me know that, you know, I'm on the right path and I'm taking, I'm taking the right steps and I'm in the right direction. Um, and I, I mentioned this because recently, and even when I'm, as I'm talking about this now, there was a part of me at the beginning of YouTube that didn't want to talk about this kind of stuff and didn't want to talk about what I'm about to talk about, which is crystals um for fear of being judged for being you know too spiritual or whatever um but I realized in hindsight that's because I was just judging myself for being interested in the things that I'm interested in and really repressing and denying that side of me um sorry it's gone off on Instagram again I'm gonna have to learn how to do this properly because I don't I still don't know what I'm doing in terms of the technological aspect um but yeah, there was a part of me that was still afraid to talk about this kind of stuff. But this is just the stuff that I enjoy talking about. And it's really helped me. I feel like spirituality and really embracing spirituality has is literally changed my life. I didn't used to believe in God and I didn't used to believe in like a, a universal energy or a higher power. And I still don't believe that God in the most conventional sense of the word is this man in the sky. I don't believe it's that at all. I don't believe that it's, it's tied to any sort of religious dogmas or ideals, but the way that I view God now is like this, this all encompassing, all loving energy that exists inside of everyone and everything. It's just that in some people, as I mentioned earlier, it's become so obscured that we cannot that it becomes so hard to see. Um, but I genuinely do believe that God exists. I do believe that God is this real, is this real life force that is always, always with me and always supporting me. And there was a time where I really, I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in having faith. I didn't see the point in any of that. But now that I've kind of experienced certain things in my life that have made me really feel and feel connected to, um, this internal sense of peace and that's especially through meditation um i've just realized that god is god is real and god is well i i personally believe that i believe god is real and god is always you know always here inside of me and you know when people say namaste i didn't really understand the meaning of that but what namaste means uh, i just kind of thought it was just like a thing that spiritual people do and just like a random random thing but as I looked into the meaning more I understood that namaste means the highest in me sees the highest in you i.e the god the god inside of me acknowledges the god inside of you and as I really start to 
understand my own inherent worth and my own inherent value as a person and the gifts that I have to offer I have started to see this in other people as well so much and had so much more compassion for other people but compassion for other people really begins with being more compassionate towards yourself and more forgiving towards yourself um, and that's something that I have definitely definitely learned to embrace and really understand within myself so that was a little tangent but what I was going to talk about is actually crystals and I was actually talking to my friend uh, at work about this and we were thinking about um, we were speaking about crystals and I was telling him this experience that I had with this crystal now I previously didn't believe in crystals I didn't really I was like on the fence I was like oh they could work but it could also be a placebo and so I'm going to share with you a quick experience that I had with this crystal called Moldavite I just decided I saw it on someone's YouTube who is who is called Universal Crystals his name is Eli he's really amazing and he inspired me to buy Moldavite because of the ways that he said it transformed his own life so I was like hmm this is curious I'm actually really interested now because um, me and my friends had bought crystals before, but I never really thought anything of it. I never really thought that they had that much significance. Um, and so I ordered some Moldavite earrings and they were quite expensive, but I thought I'd treat myself because I don't really treat myself that often. And they're actually sitting there. I'm pointing to them now if, you, if you're watching the, the audio, if you're listening to this. Um, but they're really nice. They're really cute. And I was not really expecting much. I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh my God, this is going to change my life. I'm going to see you know, so much transformative change in my life for wearing this crystal. Um, but I just tried to remain open-minded to it. And people say that when you, that Moldavite is one of the most powerful crystals and how a crystal works is basically every crystal has within it a certain energy or, or frequency um, because all things carry with them a certain energy and frequency. It's just that we cannot perceive of it through our five senses. It's just something that is going on underneath. Um, and that's why when, you're, when you find yourself around people that drain you, it's like a bad vibe. When you find yourself around people that energize you, it's a good vibe. You cannot consciously realize why this is, but you feel certain ways around certain people because of the vibe that they, that they emanate. So each crystal has its own vibration and frequency. And apparently Moldavite is really, really strong and has its own um, special powers. And what it's supposed to do, and what people say it does, is it purges out, it's quite a difficult crystal to work with because it purges out all of the negative energy inside of you. And it, it, purges, it purges it out in a way. So... I was like, hmm, this is interesting. I'm going to buy these earrings. I'm going to see if this has any effect on my life. And I've got some little notes that I wrote down about my experience with Moldavite, which, you know, as I just mentioned, I was initially kind of reluctant about this kind of stuff. And even though you might believe that it's a placebo effect, um, then I think that just goes to show just how much your thoughts and beliefs about a certain thing can affect can affect the way that it actually works out. So, you know, when people take a placebo pill in, in scientific studies and stuff and they think it actually works, that is just a testament to how much your thoughts and beliefs actually do produce, produce certain results. So I think that in and of itself, even if you do think crystals are a placebo effect, is quite a magical thing, is it not? About how the way that reality works and that the things that we think can come to fruition just through our thoughts. So 
yeah, I try to go into this with an open mind. And I, yeah, I've got some notes here. So apparently Moldavite gives you headaches and it gives quite negative side effects because it's, it's the energy release that's going on in your body that is kind of purging out and can create all these weird side effects. And just to clarify, I, I never get headaches. And to start off with, I was a little bit skeptical about whether, what would happen if I bought this crystal or not. Um, but I started wearing the earrings and I started getting headaches and because I was wearing the earrings all day, I started to get a headache and I literally, I never get headaches. So when I do, I'm, I kind of feel a little bit off. I, I feel like really, really weird. Um, and so it was kind of, I felt this like tension in my temples and I was like, this is really weird. Um, I don't know why I feel this way. Sorry, someone just commented. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I, I think you, anyone can have a very flexible opinion about it. It's just how much are you willing to see the, the effects that these things can have in your life. So I didn't want to close myself off to the, to the idea that this crystal could work. But I also didn't want to put too much faith in it and too much hope and expectation in it being like, oh, my God, this could completely change my life. So I, I meditated with this crystal, which I imagine at the time must have looked really weird because I was literally sat on my bed. I was sat on my bed holding this crystal in my hand, just like being really, being really still, being really, really calm. Um, and I, I usually feel really peaceful when I meditate. I get into this state where I just feel really calm and really chill. But for some reason, as I was meditating with it, I started to feel this like really weird, intense feeling of being abandoned. And I had this kind of thought or feeling looping around in my mind of like, please don't leave me, please don't leave me. And so compared with how my meditation sessions usually go I felt very disorientated I was like why why do I feel really emotional right now why do I feel like this painful old feeling coming off of feeling abandoned and neglected that it just came came out of nowhere came out of the blue and I also felt um I felt like the crystal was kind of like tingling in my hand which you know I I like to I like to remain a little bit skeptical about certain ideas because not in, not skeptical but I like to see both sides of something until I decide to believe in something so for me to be experiencing the tingles in my hand and to be experiencing these headaches I was like what the hell like this is actually really weird I actually feel like this is having an effect on me um and I didn't really know if it would or not and ever since the crystal came into my life I have been experiencing so much more heightened intuition. Like I, I've been a lot more introspective and been able to really connect with how I really feel about certain things and the decisions that I've been making um, and been able to read people a lot better, which is really strange. I feel like I can literally tell how someone else is feeling. Um, and, and that's not just because I've been wearing the crystal. It's when I'm not wearing the crystal, I feel like it's just made me a lot more alert and more aware of how I'm feeling internally and how other, others are feeling internally. And you could say it's because of the crystal or not, but it's, either way, it's been, some, it's been a result that's actually been happening in my life. And I also started getting insights into and certain revelations and like aha moments into certain behavioral patterns and tendencies that I had been engaging in um, that I wasn't aware of. And so I kept having these moments of being like, aha, that's how I really feel about that thing. Aha, 
that's why I keep doing that certain behavior thing over and over, over and over again. Or that's why I keep attracting that certain circumstance into my life over and over again. And I just kept having all these different moments of realization. Um, and I've been experiencing um, synchronicity like crazy, like seeing one, 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 literally all the time. I saw, I saw it yesterday, saw it this morning. Um, so I've seen it twice today. I just keep seeing it everywhere. And I keep feeling like, people just people or situations just keep coming into my life that are really showing me things about myself and I don't know it's kind of hard to describe what I mean and elaborate on this experience but and whether or not it's to do with the crystal I don't know but I can safely say that uh sorry it's what stopped working on Instagram again hee <laughs> But I can, hello everyone, thank you for joining. <laughs> Is the crystal gone, help me not kill myself? Wait, what? What crystal's gone? Oh, everyone's posting one, 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 one. Thanks guys, we love that synchronicity in here. Um, but seriously, I just kept seeing it everywhere. I kept seeing it everywhere I go. And it was kind of creeping me out um, of just how much I felt like it was catapulting me into realizing so many more things about myself. Um, and one, actually, I'll use a tangible, concrete example. Um, one of the things that I started to realize since having the Moldavite in my life was I... I notice this certain pattern that I'd have to value validation over connection um, and not just in my romantic life but just in in life in general and this this kind of pattern was coming up of why do I keep on outsourcing um, outsourcing this validation to other people instead of valuing actual quality connections with people and I just kept having like these aha moments of realizing hang on that's why that pattern's in my life that's why that keeps playing out in my life why do I keep doing that and it's just made me so much more insightful, whether or not it's to do with the crystal knot, I don't know. But it's really heightened my capacity to become more self-aware and helped me to become more conscious. And oh my God, also, basically, I used to have really wacky, abstract dreams. Like, you can ask any of my friends, the kinds of dreams that I have are just whack. They're just weird. Like, they just don't make any sense. And then... For the past like two or so years, I stopped dreaming as much and I stopped, I would wake up and just completely forget my dreams. And then the Moldavite, after I got the Moldavite, I'd sleep with it next to my bed and I started having crazy dreams. I started having really weird, abstract dreams again. So it was actually really nice to be remembering my dreams again and really, even if they didn't really make sense and I couldn't really interpret what they meant, I was still experiencing like these really weird and vivid dreams. Um ever since the Moldavite was in my life and I find that really weird don't you think that's really really weird like it just honestly feels like it is having this effect on me and some people even say that when whenever they especially people that are hypersensitive whenever they come into contact with Moldavite or they're around Moldavite or they're literally in the vicinity of of the crystal they feel really like they feel this weird energy. They feel this weirdness around it. And some recently, I've been wearing them less and less because I find that if I wear them too much, this could all be created in my, my own mind through the placebo effect. I'm highly aware of that. But I found that if 
spending a lot of time with the crystal and they do warn you of this on all of the websites and new videos and stuff they're like don't wear the crystal too much because it can honestly it can really make things go a bit whack um but i'm trying not to wear as much because it makes me feel a little bit um i get he i get headaches i get headaches honestly like as someone that doesn't experience headaches i get headaches a lot when i'm around it and it makes me feel a little bit spaced out or a little bit weird sometimes um but what i feel like the, the crystal has done has helped to bring to the fore and accelerate my own growth um, as a person by helping me realize uh, why certain things in my life had to happen, why certain events had to take place or why I behave in certain ways and really just catapulted me into becoming so much more conscious and aware of things that previously I would have just not really thought about. So this is not like an advert for Moldavite, but honestly, I feel like if you are looking for, you know, to accelerate your own growth, then maybe it's something you should consider and something that could be very useful in your life. And maybe you can use this as a sign, a sign to actually get some Moldavite yourself. Um, this, the Moldavite that I got is from a person called Mark Bayerski. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. Um, but he, I think he's actually from Yorkshire. Um, but he's really, he's really passionate about crystals and seeing him talk about them in such a passionate way about all their different effects and how he's actually devoted his life to selling crystals and to doing energy healing through crystals has made me really think like, hang on, if this person is really that passionate about something, then surely there's some, there's some truth in it. There's some, there's something that I can really start to understand within it. So going from being a little bit reluctant about, about crystals to being more open to the idea um, because of the Moldavite, it's just something that I wanted to share in case, you know, people out there, um, are reluctant of crystals or you just want to know a little bit more about my own experiences with crystals it's been it's I definitely feel like it's had an effect on my life like it's changed it's changed a lot for me in such a short, short amount of time um, and yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um, so we're actually on an hour and a half of the podcast right now and I don't even feel like I covered everything that I wanted to talk about but that's okay because there's always more there's always more and I would actually like to share something with you as one little last thing that you can do because obviously I like to talk about these things that so you can take something away for yourself but I also want to give something practical that you can do going into 2021 that is going to help you reset the way that you walk into 2021 because this full moon and full moons are all about emotional cleansing and letting go um, and I've had the crystal for maybe two months now and I definitely see a shift in in the way that I've been thinking about things and seeing things um, since I've had the crystal like I feel like it's just helped me realize and had aha moments about um, the way that I relate to my thoughts and feelings even more so than before and just helps me to really understand things that before I would have been like, ah, I get that, but I wouldn't actually get it, if that makes sense. Um, but yes, this full moon, the full moon is all about releasing and cleansing. And so I want to share something with you that you can actually do uh, going forward into 2021, which is before the new year, uh, maybe take some time to reflect and sit down and think about and write yourself a letter of forgiveness to yourself and this is such a powerful thing that you can do and it won't take you that much time but write a letter of forgiveness to yourself for all the times that you were very mean to yourself in 2020 
and even before that long before that write a letter of forgiveness to yourself for all the times that you have really been critical of yourself and allowed the mind to tell you certain things about who you are and allowed the mind to overthink um, and for blaming yourself for so long for holding on to beliefs that you may have harbored uh, or just holding on to negativity for so long because I feel like people don't talk about this aspect of self-love enough which is that you should stop blaming yourself and judging yourself for when you do feel down it's not just about praising yourself for when for all the good things that you've got going on I feel like the deeper aspect of it is really of self-love is to be unconditionally kind to yourself. That is whenever you do feel really good about yourself and whenever you do not feel good about yourself, you should be, you should stop judging yourself for holding on to certain insecurities and holding on to certain fears and stop judging yourself for perhaps not being as confident as you want to be. Stop judging yourself for, you know, not being who you want to be and just accept yourself right now for who you are. And you can do that through forgiving yourself and doing the practice of self-forgiveness through writing yourself a letter. And uh, if you've never done this before, it can feel a little bit uncomfortable or weird, but um, just write a letter to yourself saying, I'm really sorry for being unkind to you. I'm really sorry for allowing the mind to um, convince you of all these beliefs about yourself. And just release yourself the burden and the guilt and the self-punishment, the self-condemnation that you might have been engaging in this year. I know that there's been many times in my life where, uh, especially at the beginning of the year and times before that, where I've just bought into whatever the mind was telling me about not feeling good enough or feeling inadequate. And those things will chain you and will bind you for as long as you allow them to, but it's always possible to break free of them. Just start being very forgiving of yourself. And that's a practice that I, I consciously make an effort to do every single, every single day is just be forgiving of myself. If, if I behave out of alignment one day, if I behave in a way that I'd rather not, or I, I get lost in an emotional pattern, like feeling really down about myself, I just forgive myself. Like yesterday, I wasn't feeling that great. I just felt really tired and really like, ugh. But I, I was just like, I just forgive myself. This is just how it is right now. And I allow it to be that way. I allow myself to be that way. I accept myself fully. I don't always have to be happy and positive. Um, I can accept myself constantly at all times. And that choice is always available to you to constantly be making the choice to accept yourself regardless, regardless of whether you feel good, regardless of whether you feel insecure. You always have the choice to be unconditionally accepting yourself and any rule or thing that tells you, no, but I can't accept myself because I just feel so low. I feel so insecure. That is a rule that is created in the mind and you can always transcend that rule. You can always let go of that rule. There is no rule that you need to engage in in order to accept yourself. It's just, sorry, it's gone off again. It's just that, are you... Are you willing to give yourself permission to accept yourself and forgive yourself fully for who you are right now? And co just constantly do that over and over again. Be accepting yourself for where you're at over and over again. And I promise you that you will grow over time because you're not striving for something and somewhere that you would rather be or who you want to be, ideally. But you are just accepting yourself for where you're at right now and always making the choice to just forgive yourself and understand that you're always doing the best that you can even if you don't think it right now even if you're watching or listening to this and you just think oh god I just don't feel that good you are always doing the best that you can with the tools that you have with the mind that you have with the emotions that you feel you are always doing your best so just to forgive that 
And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and anyone that identifies as anything in between, um, I'm going to love you and leave you because this has been uh, an absolute pleasure to have you all here. Thank you for tuning in if you tuned in. And it's been a pleasure. And God, I've had so much energy, so much energy. Ah, ah, it's gone off on Instagram again. I'm going to have to learn how to do all this technological pizzazz. But I'm really glad that I did the podcast live and got to talk about all these exciting things. And going into 2020, uh, 2021, I mean, I would like to send you all of my best wishes. I do feel like this is going to be a majorly transformative year. And even if you didn't find 2020 to be very comfortable, I know that a lot of people did not really enjoy it. Just know that every day, every single bloody day is a new day and you can take the past with you and you can carry all this baggage of 2020 with you or you can make the conscious, conscious choice to move forward into 2021 just feeling like okay I get to choose something new I get to choose something new and that choice to choose something new even if previously you've been held back by all these different things you've had all this negativity going on that choice to and that power you have to always be choosing something new and choosing something differently and choosing to let go is always inside of you it's always available to you and I want you to know that I want you to take that with you so it's been an absolute honor I'm going to do um an oracle card from the moonology deck and I wish I could show you the moon but I think it's all the way all the way over there um, and if, if you're listening to this on the audio, then you won't be able to see anything anyways. But she looks very bright and beautiful this evening. Um, and, ooh, that was exciting. I'm just going to shuffle the cards. Yeah, thank you so much if you joined me today. Um, I was a little bit nervous at the beginning to do this, but I'm going to do this more often. And it's been, it's been really, really fun to talk about all these different things that I've learned and hopefully you've gained some insights um, through what I've talked about. And maybe in the future, I'll do some sort of Q&A, Q&A where you can actually ask me questions and you can ask me about your own personal situation in life and I'll give you some of my advice and some of my own take on things because um, that is what I want to do with my life, really. That is what I actually want to do um, in the future is really move into that direction of life coaching um i haven't shuffled cards in such a long time and it's so weird that i actually learned about learned how to read tarot cards this year and i just feel like i've just changed so much as a person honestly just gone through so many different changes in life and met so many different people and had so many different experiences this year but one of the main things i've taken away is just that I need, I have made myself and my happiness a priority and really learned to stop outsourcing, stop outsourcing um, love and approval and all these other needing things to be a certain way on the outside of me and just really understanding that, you know, the power is all inside of me and likewise, the power is all inside of you. Um, and my life doesn't look perfect right now. There's nothing special going on in my life right now, but I'm, I'm very much happy because I... I've started to relate to myself differently and I view myself differently and I want you to know that if you have ever been in a place of not really thinking that nicely about yourself or you've ever felt very low about yourself that it's always possible for you to change that you're not destined to suffer forever that is a a silly belief to be harboring 
Um, and I hope that you've learned something from this podcast about that. So let's pull a card. God, I'm really thirsty after talking so much. And I still haven't eaten all my mango chunks, but I think I was a little bit reluctant to eat on camera because I know that some people don't really like the, the chewing noise, especially Jordan. If you're watching this, my friend Jordan, I know she hates chewing noises, so I don't want to chew on camera because she'll kill me. Okay. Oh, interesting. So... The card that just came out is you're very close to achieving your goal. Interesting. And the one at the bottom of the deck says, hold your vision. Now, actually, that's one last little thing that I want to say um, about the lessons I've learned from 2020. Oh, my God. Why does it keep going off on here? It's so annoying. <laughs> one major lesson I've learned from 2020 is to learn how to use technology properly because this is being a bit of a derp. Um, but this won't happen next time, hopefully. Um, but in 2021, well, in 2020, the thing that made such a drastic difference to my energy and how happy I felt within myself was actually starting to go after my passion and starting to do what I love. And what I love doing is stuff like this, where I'm sat here talking and sharing with you things that I love talking about. And... Um, some of the things that I've talked about in this episode, I actually would have judged myself so so much for in the past, um, for some of the more spiritual things that I like to talk about. Um, but I've just found like, it doesn't matter what other people think and it doesn't matter um, if people find it weird because I like it and I enjoy doing it. So that's the only thing that matters. And likewise, um, if you enjoy some, doing something and you are passionate about something, then bloody go for it because there is no point holding yourself back for, for and being imprisoned by fear of what other people are going to say or what other people might think because as long as you like doing it as long as you love doing it then that passion and that enthusiasm will radiate into everything that you do and so I love doing this I actually really really love doing this and I'm really excited for the things that are in store for 2021 um, and so that card of hold your vision really just reminded me that if you have a vision or you don't know what your vision is and you don't really know what you want to do with your life, you don't know what your passion is, then make it your goal. Make it your goal. You know, this card says you're very close to achieving your goal. Make it your goal to find out what that is, because that will bring you so much happiness. There was a clear distinction in my energy before I started my YouTube and after, well, to, to right now as I'm doing it. And that I just felt like whenever I was doing it, I, I just felt so happy doing it. I felt so in love with what I was doing. And if you don't have something like that, then find out what it is. And if you do have something like that, then make more time to do it. Because I promise you, it will just make you feel, it will get you, get you out of your head. It'll get you beyond yourself. And you'll really start tapping into your own personal power more, more than you ever have, really. And so I love doing this. I love... I love creating this content and I love what I do. Um, so that was the final message from the cards. And, um, oh, it says in the, it says in the little case thing, let the moon be your guide. Um, but going into 2021, I wish you all the best. And do not think that just because 2020 was, was, well, you could argue for some people, it was a bit of a shit show. 
Um, do not think that that's going to be the case in 2021. There's always the choice to choose something new and to... Sorry, I have not been reading the chat. Um... I used to do TikTok. <laughs> I used to do TikToks, yes. Um, I stopped doing them. I was thinking about doing them again. Um, my TikTok is called Relight with Catherine. I might start posting on there um, soon. I'm from England. And yes, I have a YouTube channel. It, the link is in my bio on Instagram. Thank you for tuning in, Baby Dino. That's a cute name. Um, what was I going to say? Um, what I also love about the podcast is that there is no cap on what I can talk about. And there's no like time limit because I feel like on YouTube, you have to make your videos quite short. Um, but I can literally just talk about random crap on here and see the ways in which my mind works in so many different ways and tangents and has I just have a lot of things to say I have a lot of things to talk about um, but make 2021 the year that you really make yourself happy you start making yourself happy because 2020 for me was the year that I started doing that and oh, it's been such a whirlwind of a year it's been an amazing year and I I attribute all of the happiness that I've recently come into to letting go of things that I don't need anymore and really just focusing all the energy that I was externalizing on needing my life to be a certain way or needing things outside of me in order to be happy and focusing that more on how can I make me happy and that is through learning to spend more time alone really reflecting on you know what kinds of things I'm feeding my mind with um and paying more attention to what I'm passionate about and giving that more of my energy and I found that more magical things just keep happening in my life when I when I just focus on me and I focus on cultivating this happiness within myself to a point where I'm experiencing feelings of gratitude and joy not every single day all the time 24 7 but feelings that I didn't even know that I could start creating for myself so just know that that's always available to you that's something that you can also do yourself um and who knows what 2021 will have in store in terms of what I am working on next I'm currently about to hold my first ever group program which is a 20-day promise to relight your life which actually commences in two or three days I think it's, it starts on the 1st of January which I am so excited for and you know if you would like to sign up you can check out the link in my bio or just go to relightwithcatherine.co.uk there's only two days left to sign up uh, you can join the group of us on this group challenge um, to relight your life in 2021. Um, and actually, if you are coming from the podcast or you're coming from the live, um, just message me and I'll give you 20% off the course. Just tell, let me know that you've come from the podcast. Um, and yes, there's two days left to sign up. And I'm really, really excited for it. And I'm really excited to see, you know, the transformational change that these people that signed up make in their life. And to be to have created something like this and to actually be getting it up off the ground. It just feels so good. And it was just so much fun to create. Um, so I'm excited for what else is in store for in 2021. Uh, maybe I'll do some sort of group, bigger group in a in a work program where I actually do the classes live who knows we'll see we'll see the ideas will come to me at some point um but I'm going to sign off now because we've gone oh my god it's nearly two hours long but thank you so much for being here and happy full moon and happy happy 2021 bitches I hope you have a really nice year and that it's full 
of blessings and it's full of a lot of transformational change for you. So I will see you perhaps in my next YouTube video or the next podcast. Um, and I don't know how to end things on here, but thank you and goodbye. Boop. Oops. Oh, no. It's still going. <laughs> ah, bye.